right, good to see everybody Tuesday night, and we are live. This is our makeshift studio. We'll be in here for I don't know how long, but not for too long. We got our other studio being built right now. Move buildings, obviously, moved from a very small church building to a much larger church building. Had about a thousand, well, close to 1,100 people here on Sunday morning. Big moves, but right now we don't have our studio done. So you have to have my beautiful face blocked by this mic. Sorry about that. But anyway, let's move right on tonight. To, let's launch right into Ukraine. I almost, I almost hate to talk about Ukraine because I know that that's actually the plan is to get everybody to talk about Ukraine. But we have to talk about it. Julie Hamill tweet. Here is the literal memo. See, this is what it's all about. Let me lay, lay this premise out. Leave this up for me. Let me lay this up out for you. It's not a matter of choosing sides. It's not a matter of if you are not wanting everybody to our, our military, our politics, our economics launch lock, stock and barrel into Ukraine does not make you pro Putin. I am not pro Putin. I am anti Putin. But just remember something. Zelensky is a World Economic Forum. The prime minister uh, or the president of Ukraine is a WEF World Economic Forum actor. So is Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin was one of their young global leaders. They're both from the World Economic Forum. They are both dictators. Everybody's talking about, you know what, we need to go and defend democracy, just like COVID-19, a global, a global pandemic is an existential threat to your life. Both of those are lies. So if the same people that are promoting going and defending democracy in the Ukraine also put out that COVID-19 is an existential threat to your life with a 99.9% survival rate, how can you believe those people? But you're seeing the same exact reaction, but not quite as many people this time. Not everybody is buying in lock, stock, and barrel to the globalist problem. Now, the globalist, like I said last Saturday, or maybe it was Thursday, I don't remember, I think it was Saturday, is the left whether it's the globalist left the democratic party is part of the globalist left but the globalist left present a problem and then they offer you their solution which is worse than the problem if you don't support their solution then they say you are for the problem just like they they just everybody needs to remember they all they're the ones who made covid 19 they designed it in a lab. They made it. It's all coming out with Moderna right now. Moderna has patented material that was in the alpha variant of COVID-19. So the left globalist left Moderna, who was at event 201, along with Pfizer, Moderna's material has been found in the original genetic material, COVID-19, absolute fact. They are, don't worry, Moderna is looking into it right now. I'm sure they'll get back to us in 10 or 15 centuries. So there you go. So they present you with their problem. They created COVID-19. Ralph Barrick, UNC, Bat Lady. Peter Daszak, Equal Health Alliance, funneled money for Anthony Fauci into the, into the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They made it. Wuhan Institute of Virology is a level four bioweapons lab funded by the CCP, funded by the PLA, the People's Liberation Army of China, and also incidentally funded with tens of millions, I mean tens of millions of dollars from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So they made the virus, they created it, and then they planned for it at event 201 in October of 2019, two months before it was released on the world at the World Military Games held where? In Wuhan, China. So you have, that they made the virus, then they offered their solution. Their solution was, initially, their solutions were world economic collapse. 
You, there's no other way to frame it. Their initial solution is world economic collapse. When they have caused so far, and you've heard me say this a bunch on the podcast, so I won't digress too far. However, their response to COVID-19 by causing a world economic lockdown, which was a purposeful world economic collapse to, to destroy the church, to destroy the United States economy so the, w, so the WF, the World Economic Forum, could come in as the number one global economic power in the world, temporarily as China, and then move to the World Economic Forum because the World Economic Forum loves China and China loves the World Economic Forum. So they shut down the world's economy, caused a world economic collapse, which caused 300 million people to starve to death while they were allegedly trying to save 5 million people from, from dying of COVID. See how they work? So they caused the problem. Then their initial solution is world economic collapse, lock down your churches, lock down your businesses, mask up. Well, they didn't anticipate, I guess, Donald Trump coming along and with Operation Warp Speed. But then they hopped on board with it, of course, after they caused the fraudulent election that had Joe Biden get elected. Then they jumped on board with the vaccines. They were initially or against the vaccines because it was not politically uh, good for them so they just jumped off because it wasn't politically expedient for them and then when Joe Biden came in office they jumped on board the vaccines they offered another solution which is their vaccines so COVID-19 has caused lots and lots of people to die not nearly what they've said but caused lots and lots of people to die then their lockdowns caused lots and lots of suicides mental illness diseases not being diagnosed people because they're terrified to go to COVID-19 I mean they're terrified to go to the ER because of COVID-19 so they have stage three stage four cancer and they're not going to the er because their leaders like boris johnson like joe biden like scott morrison like angela merkel like emmanuel macron like justin trudeau are telling everybody don't go to the emergency room because you could die of covid19 when the people have stage four cancer and they don't even know it's stage three cancer and maybe stage two cancer where if they if it got even stage three even stage four if they're caught early enough if they're caught early enough they can actually you know, be remedied, be fixed, or even be healed of it, or ex- definitely extend life. But instead, all of these globalist leaders terrified people from going to the hospital, and many of them died. This, there's a level of atrocity, I'll see if I have time to get to it tonight, that these world leaders need to be held accountable for. There's lots of atrocities, whether it's they, they caused many people to not go to the hospital, whether it is they withheld prophylactic treatments such as hydroxychloroquine or even in in sickness treatments like ivermectin which is good for both as a prophylactic and once you already have COVID, they withheld all those they withheld monoclonal therapies thousands upon thousands of people die we talk about hitler we talk about stalin and when you mix in the withholding of effective treatments that they know work People on hydroxychloroquine have an 80-something percent survival rate, ivermectin a 90-something percent survival rate, and Joe Biden and all these other globalist leaders that I just named withheld them and actually made those treatments illegal. Joe Biden purposely withheld monoclonal therapies. There's a level of atrocity that's going that people need to be held accountable for. If we had Nuremberg trials, we need to have trials about why it is that Joe Biden caused the deaths of thousands of Americans for with, by withholding monoclonal therapies, ivermectin, and hydroxychloroquine. We, he needs to be held accountable for that. Francis Collins of the NIH needs to be held accountable for that. 
Anthony Fauci needs to be held accountable for that. Ro- Ro- Rochelle Walensky of the CDC needs to be held accountable for that. When we take the House and we take the Senate, all these hearings need to take place. Don't believe the liberal media when they come in and say it's time for America to move on. That's what they're trying to do right now with Ukraine. It's all about trying to obfuscate that which they did. They caused the deaths of thousands upon millions of people with their virus, with their lockdowns, with their masks, with their quarantines, with their quarantine camps, with their vaccines. The vaccine will be the biggest killer of all. The people who die of the vaccine will dwarf the amount of people that died of COVID-19. And they need to be held accountable for it. So how do I prove this? Put that up for me finally. Thank you, Heather. There you go. Here is the literal memo. This is what they did. They sent this to each other as Democrats. To the Dems from Biden's polling firm, declare a win. So here's the polling firm because because they got obviously bad polling data that COVID was not polling well for them, and it isn't. Joe Biden's uh, uh, ratings for for COVID-19, how he's handled COVID-19, polling data has gone way, way down for him. Declare a win over COVID and move on. I suspect CDC will get the memo. This is all part of their memo. Will Gavin, this is now that now this is part of Julie writing. This is Julie writing it now. Or no, she's writing the I suspect CDC part two. Will Gavin Newsom or LA Public Health? We shall see. State of the Union. By the way, don't even bother with the State of the Union, which starts what in about 17 minutes. Don't even bother with it. Allow all the pundits to break it up for you, the pundits that you love, and just stay with me because all you're going to hear is a bunch of lies for 90 minutes from Joe Biden, the worst president in the United States history. Obviously, let's go to the next one. Townhall.com video. Saki says it. Saki says that the last minute change of the congressional mask rules had nothing, quote, had nothing to do around the timing of the state. So suddenly we've had a complete Complete change of direction when it comes to math. I mean, look, right now, I wanted to say, so they just changed this yesterday. So what about four days ago? What science has changed in four days? What science has changed in seven days? What, what, what science has changed since November when they were all pimping and whoring masks then? What science has changed exactly during this brief period of time? That suddenly, the day before the State of the Union address, the day before, suddenly there's no longer masks needed. So everybody in the audience will be mask free. And I wonder if Pelosi and Harris will be mask free, mask free behind the behind the president. Some of you divert over and let me know and send a message. Send it to us and Heather will let me know whether they're all mask free or not. All right, play it for me. Was it important to the president that masks come off during before the State of the Union? Is there a message that he hopes to send uh, with, you know, with that news? Well, I would say the president is very powerful, but he couldn't make us be in the green zone that we're in right now in D.C. That's why we are not uh, required. We're not going to be required to wear masks starting tomorrow. So uh, I would say that for him, it had nothing to do with the timing around the State of the Union. Uh, He wanted to give the CDC the time to assess and make recommendations that would be clear to the American public about uh, what their recommendations would be for mask wearing moving forward. Oh, so suddenly we're in the green zone. I mean, just in a matter of a day, they're suddenly in the green zone, right? And just so you know, remember, as everybody rejoices that the masks are being pulled down, the mask requirements are being pulled down, even vaccine mandates are being pulled down, understand that all of these leftists, globalists, bourgeois, elitist, snob, leftist politicians, I know I said leftist twice, all of them are, re- are reserving the right to bring them right back if what happens If the case rate goes up again, which, by the way, the case rate is through the roof now. So when they tell you 
that the case rate goes through the roof. We have record cases right now in the United States, record cases in Australia, record cases in Africa, record case, not Africa, South Korea, record cases everywhere right now, but they're just not telling you about it because it's not politically expedient because Joe Biden has to give his state of the union address. You're like, Tom, I thought you were getting to Ukraine. This is all about Ukraine. This is what Ukraine is all about. You have Jen Psaki saying suddenly there's no need for a mass mandate and nobody's analyzing it because everybody's got their cameras pointed at Ukraine. This was all planned. This is exactly what they wanted. I mean, you telling me, Tom, that somehow they planned for Vladimir Putin to invade Russia? Pretty much. Yeah, what they've been doing for a long time now over the last you know, 13 months that Joe Biden has been in office has basically been instigating a war with them. By, by not, but all he was asking for, and again, everyone's going to accuse me of being pro-Putin. I'm not pro-Putin. I'm not pro-Zelensky. I'm saying we don't belong there. What's the vital American interest that would uh, make it so that we have to put Marines on the ground in Ukraine? What, what is the vital American interest? I, I'd like to know. Because 70% of the population in the Ukraine is Russian already and speaks Russian. So what's the point of us being in the Ukraine? I'm saying what we should do is if there's civilians, obviously there is, that are being injured, that are being killed, we need to be there for the civilians because they're innocent. But the governments are not innocent at all. Not Putin, not Zelensky. Zelensky has has locked up all, I repeat, all of his political opponents and shut down all, I repeat, all oppo media. He is not a, a prime minister or a president of a democratic country. He is the president of a totalitarian country. He, he, he is not much different than Russia at all. They never have been. They're just not Russia friendly right now. They used to be Russia friendly. And what happened was Barack Obama came in and started installing on purpose because this is all about destabilizing the world's economy so that it shifts to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. And Barack Obama came in and started putting in prime. There was, there was trade deals in 2014 between Russia and Ukraine. And Barack Obama came in and started installing anti-Russian presidents into the Ukraine on purpose so that they'll keep trying to get to, to be allowed into NATO, which Russia has said that is the big thing for Russia. They don't want the U they do not want the Ukraine to be part of NATO so that NATO can't can't park their intercontinental ballistic nuclear missiles on the border of Ukraine and Russia. That's what they don't want. Just like the United States didn't want the Soviet Union to plant its intercontinental intercontinental ballistic nuclear missiles right on the in Cuba. Hence the Bay of Pigs and all that happened there. So they're not really asking for anything else that we're not asking. Oh, Tom's pro Putin. Tom's I'm not pro anything. I don't. We uh, there's nothing to be pro of. It's the same thing with COVID. It was what COVID. If you didn't, if you didn't support their lockdowns, if you didn't support their mask wearing and their vaccines and their vaccine mandates, you were pro death. You wanted everybody to die of COVID. I didn't want any of that. My focus was what? What's the facts? What are the What are the facts behind COVID nineteen? What's the appropriate response for a ninety nine point nine percent survival virus? Vaccinate? No. Lockdown? No. Wear a mask? It doesn't work? No. I'm not going to just simply buy into idiocy to placate the idiots. I want to know all the facts. What we should be doing with Ukraine is exactly what we should have done with COVID. And again, it's the same thing. 
The left creates a problem, then offers their solution. And if you don't buy into the solution, which most of the right side of politics jumps in because they don't want to be name called. They don't want to be called pro-Putin. Who's pro-Putin? Nobody's pro-Putin. But are you for having a no-fly zone over Ukraine enforced by the United States military and the United States, namely the United States Air Force and Navy? Really, you want to have a no-fly zone where you have an American jet shooting down Russian jets when Russia has about 20,000 ballistic missiles that can reach the United States homeland? Don't think so, morons like Adam Kinzinger and numerous uh, like uh, Alexander Vindman and all the. You always got to look at who it is that's supporting things, and you need to take that into consideration about whether or not you support it. If Alexander Vindman is hook, line, and sinker all into doing whatever we can for Ukraine, and Adam Kinzinger is the same way, you ought to take a step back and say, why? and Liz Cheney's the same way, Nancy Pelosi's the same way. All of them vaccine pimps and whores. You ought to be thinking and holding back and saying, maybe I ought to not be calling Ukraine this this uh, banner of democracy because Nancy Pelosi calls it a democracy. Does Nancy Pelosi ever tell the truth? So maybe you ought to not to be calling it a democracy because Nancy Pelosi lies all the time. Adam Kings- Kinzinger calls it a democracy. These, this, this beacon of democracy. It's not a democracy at all. Democracies don't lock up oppo media. We're like, well, we're starting to do that in America. Yeah, because we're drifting away from being a democracy. I know that we're not a democracy. I know that we're a republic. I get all that. Please don't send me your corrections. It's just for ease of conversation. All right, Jack Posobiec video. Jen Psaki just said that we need to reduce our reliance on foreign oil. Again, Tom, what's this about Ukraine? This is everything about Ukraine. Play it for me. On oil leases, what this actually justifies in President Biden's view is the fact that we need to reduce our dependence on foreign oil, on oil in general, and need to, and we need to look at other ways of process, of having energy in our country and others. One of the interesting things, George, we've seen over the last week or so is that a number of European countries are recognizing they need to reduce their own reliance on Russian oil. She's simply spouting the rhetoric of the World Economic Forum, which is all about climate change. And she actually said, just, she said, we need to reduce, I'm quoting her, our reliance on foreign oil. So that's... <laughs> This is what it's all about. Suddenly, we're going to have massive gas shortages. It's going to happen. This is all plan. This is the way that it is. I mean, Joe, Joe Biden simply said about a month ago, I played the video, that those are necessary things that we have to go through. High gas prices are necessary things so that we can get to a more, quote, unquote, sustainable future with their Green New Deal. That's what this is all about. This is what the Ukraine conflict is all about. Moving on. I've been saying this for months. Moving on from COVID, just like the DNC memo said, moving on from COVID and moving on to the next existential threat, which is all bogus, which is climate change, which is the orthodoxy of the World Economic Forum. Always look. This is what the section of this this section of the podcast is about. Look at who is supporting getting lock, stock and barrel into Ukraine. Who's all in suddenly to Ukraine freedom when they weren't into your freedom. I mean, look at the people that I'm about to play as they sit there and they have allegedly advocate for freedom as they'd spent the last 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, stealing freedoms. Here, Christia, here's Christia Freeland. Play it for me. Today, we woke up to a changed world. Russia has launched a brutal and unprovoked attack on Ukraine a country of more than 40 million people who have sought nothing but peace 
and freedom. The horrific human costs of this cruel invasion are the direct and personal responsibility of Vladimir Putin, who has chosen to invade a sovereign democracy and challenge the rules-based international order. History will judge President Putin as harshly as the world condemns him today. Today, he cements his place me, Heather, whoever. So there you go. Now, you know what annoying it is to be spoken to that way? Today, we woke up to a changed world. Okay, you know what? That's the exact same verbiage that they use with COVID. All these people that have pimped and hoard vaccines, lockdowns, masks, and vaccine mandates, if you notice, are all now lock, stock, and barrel on the side of Ukraine. Now, here's the thing. I'm on the side of the Ukraine people. I am not on the side of the Ukraine government government because Zelensky and Putin are both World Economic Forum members. They both are. Who knows if this wasn't planned between the two of them? Why? To destabilize the world. It's just the same as COVID. It's exactly the same playbook unfolding right before us. Now, here's the same person, Christia Freeland, who says, we woke up today and the entire world has changed. Because Vladimir Putin has invaded Russia and all these freedoms are being stolen. Here's the exact same person. Play it for me. Uh, And then finally, let me say, uh, for anyone who is concerned that their accounts may have been frozen because of their participation in these illegal blockades and occupation, the way to get your account unfrozen is to stop being part of the blockade and occupation. This is, this, these measures were put in place to disrupt illegal activity in Canada. And- oh, the freedom fighter for Ukraine, Christia Freeland. Wow, what a freedom fighter. The one who locked up people's bank accounts because they were at a lawful protest. But she's a freedom fighter suddenly. All these people who lock people down, cause them to lose their jobs and businesses for forever are now freedom fighters for Ukraine. Just like all those who for open borders on the southern end of the United States are suddenly for defending the borders of Ukraine. Where you've had about 20,000, 30,000, whatever, how many Russian soldiers, they've got 120,000 total, however many have entered into the country. That's called an invasion. But 2 million illegal immigrants, illegals have crossed the United States and that's somehow not across the border, the southern border of the United States. And somehow that's not an illegal invasion. 2 million versus thousands. The exact same people are very concerned about the borders of Ukraine and allow 2 million undocumented people. We have no idea who they are. We have no idea where they're from. Oh, and it's for all the COVID cultists. We have no idea what their vaccination status is. They put them on planes and bust them and and fly them to every Republican state they can possibly fly them to. This is all on purpose, folks. It's all been planned. Can I say for sure that somehow they made Vladimir Putin? I I wouldn't be surprised. Vladimir Putin, World Economic Forum member. Zelensky, World Economic Forum member. 
Who knows what's happened? Don't believe it. Everyone needs to stop believing everything that's sputated to them by the mainstream media and by the non-mainstream. There's just as many right-wing people right now that are locked, stock and barrel into the Ukraine. After all the 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve and you hear the exact same language being spoken about Ukraine as you did about COVID, you have, you, right now, the globalist left is trying to influence media to not allow anybody to speak that has anything to say that's outside of the orthodoxy again just like COVID. the orthodoxy is lock stock and barrel in ukraine ukraine right russia wrong vladimir putin the devil Zelensky an angel if you don't buy into that they want you banned that should sound eerily familiar Let's make sure we get the laughing on this because that's the most important part of this video. True North video. Here's Christia Freeland again, this purveyor of freedom. Play it for me. So you're confirming that accounts have been frozen, both personal and corporate, but you're not releasing the information. And the actual follow-up is, um, I'm just wondering whether the bank accounts will be targeted of individuals who donated to the Give, Send, Go and the GoFundMe campaigns. Are they considered designated people under the Emergencies Act, meaning that their credit cards could be cut and financial services are targeting them as well? Okay, so the names of both individuals and entities, as well as crypto wallets, have been shared by the RCMP with financial institutions, and accounts have been frozen, and more accounts will be frozen. Uh, crowdfunding platforms and payment service providers have started the registration process with FinTrack. Uh, in terms of the specifics on whose accounts are being frozen, uh, you now have the regulations. The financial service providers have those regulations as well. And they, working with law enforcement, will be making the operational decisions. You didn't bring it back to me. So there you go. As she laughs now, remember, as she laughs, she's talking about, she gleefully says, accounts from people have been frozen and more will be frozen. And now they have their regulations, which, by the way, you know, Justin Trudeau with his Emergencies Act, he only had it in place for like four or five days and immediately took it back because of political expediency. She, Christia Freeland, was behind the scenes trying to get those emergency powers permanent. Which, by the way, Canada, if you're not real careful, they're still going to be permanent. You need to be watching your, let your parliament very, very closely. Because Christia Freeland and Justin Trudeau will be trying to make their power permanent. Christia Freeland wants to be the next prime minister of Canada. Watch that woman very closely. Tim Pool tweet. The people who believed Jesse Smouillet, Jesse Smollett, are lecturing me on Ukraine, laugh out loud. That's exactly what's happening. The exact same people who pushed Jesse Smollett's case, Jesse Smollett's case, Jesse Smollett's situation, saying that he was the victim of, of a racist hate crime attack in downtown Chicago at three o'clock in the morning in sub-zero temperatures are the exact same people who are saying, you know what, go 100% into Ukraine, whatever it takes. Get the Marines on the ground, do a no-fly zone. Let's get into World War III. See, this is what it's all about. Here's a Rise Melbourne video. Anti-mandate standoff, shocking scenes. This is what they want for everybody. Play it for me.
There we go. So here's the thing. Now, this, this same country, obviously New Zealand, this is Jacinda Ardern's country, another member of the World Economic Forum, and she's a big member of the World Economic Forum. She loves it. She is, she, there is no separation between her and Klaus Schwab, none whatsoever. She's not an independent politician. She is simply a delegate for the World Economic Forum, a puppet, a hand puppet for Klaus Schwab. This very same person, look at this, look at this. This person, who's, this, is, this is from yesterday, this same person is telling you that we need to have World War III over a democracy, and this is her country, which is not a democracy. Her country, they've had COVID camps in New Zealand, forced lockdowns, forced mass mandates, 23 months, last 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, ma- uh, vaccine mandates, lose your job if you don't vac- vaccinate. Look at her country. And she's saying that we need to go and risk American lives for democracy when this is her country? You know what that that's just reminds thou hypocrite first cast out the beam out of thine own eye and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brothers look at her country this is this is, she wants to go and allegedly fight for democracy when her country is not a democracy watch these people the exact same people whose countries currently Scott Morrison Jacinda Ardern Boris Johnson he's just now loosening up don't don't buy into all those dropped mandates in England because they've done it three or four times. Boris Johnson, look at this guy, leave it up the whole time, guys, it's perfect. All these these people, there's countries have looked like this, Canada, and then you're going to have Justin Trudeau come out and say, you know what, whatever it takes, we've got to defend democracy. Vladimir Putin's the devil, Zelensky's an angel, whatever it takes, this is what their countries look like. Why would anybody ever listen to, and the thing that does, of course the left goes that way. Of course the left goes that way. The people that bother me are the Christians and the conservatives that lock, stock, and barrel, buy into the globalist narrative, leftist globalist narrative again, and they don't learn their lesson after 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, all because they want to be seen as a community partner and a good neighbor and a team player, and they don't want to be called names. They're afraid of the consequences of speaking the truth wherever on the pendulum they fall. What if you can simply sew it all up into one word, cowardice. That's the, that, that's the only thing that's motivating these people. So whenever you see videos like this coming out of, uh, of New Zealand, coming out of Australia, Scott Morrison's the same way out of Australia, coming out of Canada, and then their prime ministers and presidents get in front of a camera and say, you know what, we need to go fight for democracy. Just like Joe Biden says, we need to go fight for the borders of Ukraine who have been that have been wrongfully invaded after he allowed in his first year in office 2 million illegal immigrants to cross the southern border unchecked. All right, let's go to the next one pick. There we go. Ukraine here here's the people. Now these are the people that are pushing the narrative. People like CNN. Now if CNN is lock stock and barrel into the Ukraine narrative, should you be? Should you be? The exact same explosion, seven years apart. They did it again. They showed it. This is the, 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 earlier in the week, Adam Kinzinger put out a picture from Ukraine from seven years ago, claiming it was two days ago. And here you have CNN putting out the exact same picture from seven years ago, saying that it's from, what, a day or two ago? These are the people that you believe? Don't believe a word they say. Have no doubt. Be like me. Have no doubt. I'm not jumping into this garbage. Wittgenstein video. Here's some more for you. Look at this. Play it for me. Auch nicht auf österreichischer Ebene. 
auch wenn man in Betracht sieht, dass im Bundesrat beschlossen wurde, dass sowohl das erneuerbare Ausbaugesetz kommt, als auch die ökosoziale Steuerreform. Noch ganz kurz zur Erklärung, das erneuerbare Ausbaugesetz, das soll die Klimaneutralität Österreich bis ins Jahr 2000. I think Heather just asked, she just asked, what is that? <laughs> Heather's asking what is, she's a pure heart. That's what that is, is a whole bunch of lying propaganda from the leftist globalist. Hey, Aaron, leave the picture up. Can you leave that sort of picture up? Well, yeah, there you go. Just freeze it anywhere. I don't care. Side by side. This is just simply them pushing an error. This should seem eerily familiar to you now. How many of you remember the pictures of the overwhelmed ERs that were never overwhelmed? The body trucks that were never full? Leave this up. Now, explain to me. Allegedly, they had all these semi-trucks in New York City, Remember? All these semi-trucks were going, uh, you know, for all the bodies. These refrigeration trucks were full of bodies, right? Full, but there's never any pictures of the trucks full of bodies. Just pictures of trucks. And then you had Todd Starnes go all throughout the city of New York filming the empty parking lots and empty ERs in New York during the height of COVID. And then the Army Corps of Engineers built two field hospitals in New York because they were being overrun, just like this picture. Look at being overrun. But lo and behold, there's a guy in there. Everybody underneath those body bags is alive, folks. Everybody underneath those who have been killed by Vladimir Putin are alive. All right, it's just, leave this up. This is the same thing that was happening before. We're being overrun. It's the same narrative every time. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. 2 Corinthians 2.11. Been spouting that same uh, uh, Bible verse for the last month. And the, the same exact narrative. I went out and sent my own camera guy around all the ERs in my own area, and they were all empty too. It's been alive from day one. So you have Donald Trump. Leave this picture up. You have Donald Trump. Going and building two field, that's not just, a, not, I'm not counting the ship. He built two field hospitals with the Army Corps of Engineers in New York, downtown New York City, because they were being overrun with COVID, right? And then he sent in the U.S. Comfort into New York Harbor, or whatever it's called, sent them into New York Harbor. They saw total patients. The ship saw 127 patients. Both COVID hospitals saw less than 100. One of them, I believe, was zero, but they were being overrun, remember? Don't believe, it doesn't mean that I'm not saying there are people that aren't, there are people that are suffering. Innocent civilians are suffering. Innocent men and women that get dragged into the armed forces, both in the Ukraine and Russia, because I am not, I'm, I lean to Ukraine only. Because they're the ones being invaded. I lean their way. That doesn't mean we're gonna put we should put Marines there and declare a no-fly zone with American F-15s shooting down Russian jets. That's a COVID-19 response. That's a lockdown response. That's a mask response. That's a vaccine mandate response. That's mandate that's that's the type of response that says, you know, we're gonna have a vaccine mandate so that everybody stops transmitting COVID using a vaccine that doesn't stop the transmission of COVID. Remember these scenes because it's propaganda. Just like they, they caught they caught him on camera too with COVID-19 saying this person was about to die and when the person thought the camera was off, the person sat up in bed and was perfectly fine. They did it then too. We're not ignorant of their devices. All right, let's move on to the next one. Rodney Howard Brown tweet. Don't worry. Alec Baldwin is being dispatched. Alec Baldwin is being dispatched to... Ukraine, look at the bottom, Alec Baldwin has reportedly been deployed to Ukraine with a prop gun. He's the most dangerous man on the planet, 
with fake guns, allegedly fake guns. All right, let's go to the next one. Daniel Horowitz tweet. Ukraine Prime Minister Kara Rudik says she is, she, was, she took a picture of herself with an AK-47, is fighting not only for Ukraine, but for this new world order. That's strange she'd use that sort of verbiage, isn't it? It's as if there's a bigger picture involved here than just Ukraine and Russia. There's a new world order in play for the democratic countries. I mean, maybe because English is not her first language, she sounds a bit awkward to give her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, not much. All right, David Axelrod tweet. David Axelrod, who is responsible for the election of Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, three, four times total, four times. How does he feel about Ukraine? Should you, as a Christian or as a conservative, as both, how should you feel if David Axelrod feels this way? It may be irrational, but I don't want to turn the TV off and lose connection with what's going on in Ukraine. As if by going to sleep, I'm abandoning the valiant people facing down a huge invading army to save their country and democracy. So the man who's responsible for electing Bill Clinton, electing Bill Clinton again, electing Barack Obama, electing Barack Obama again, the only one who didn't use him was Hillary Clinton. That didn't work out too well for her, did it? So there he is. That's how he feels about Ukraine. And of course, he's a notorious vaccine pimp and whore and baby butcher. Should you feel the same way? I don't. I care about the civilians of Ukraine. I care about the young men and women that dragged into their armed forces forcefully. Same thing as Russia. I care about their civilians and about their poor soldiers that are 17, 18, 19, 20 years old that are dragged into a conflict basically by force. I care about all of those people, but I certainly don't care about the geopolitics of, of Zelensky and Putin. And everybody else should feel exactly the same way because there is no fight in it for the United States of America. Let's go to the next one. Pick. Oh, here, this is fact. Remember, these are the people that are telling you, get lock, stock, and barrel into Ukraine. Here they are. War correspondent. There he is. War correspondent. Look who's behind him. He's got his helmet on. It, you know, it's just like, I think it was like Jim Cantori or one of those people from the Weather Channel out there, you know, in front of and, and, you know, right in front of the eye of a hurricane. He's got water up to his waist and they take a picture and he's actually standing in a ditch. Same thing going on here. You know, again, it's just propaganda doesn't mean there aren't bad things happening, but there's a whole lot of propaganda being pushed for a globalist Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum reason. The World Economic Forum motivation behind this war is to collapse the United States economy, just like COVID-19, because they aren't able to get away with COVID-19 anymore. That narrative has failed. It's failed because the vaccines don't work. It's failed because their mandates don't work. Masking doesn't work. Lockdowns don't work. Cases are through the roof. The Data is starting to come out about the vaccines killing and maiming people, causing them to be sick or dead, sick for the rest of their lives or dead. They have to switch narratives. Now, it's funny that the war starts right when Pfizer has to start releasing information. Pfizer loses. I wonder if we'd have a Ukrainian conflict right now if Pfizer won their lawsuit. You think we would? Think we'd have a Ukrainian conflict right now if Pfizer won their lawsuit and was able to keep all of their information confidential for the next 75 years? Do you think we'd be having a Ukrainian conflict right now? The answer is absolutely not. Let's go to the next one, AP pick. Democrats, so you know, all of the Democrats, lock, stock, and barrel in the Ukraine, do whatever we got to do, no fly zones, put Marines there. Democrats, in a war that they don't believe will ever touch them, if they believe the war would touch them, Adam Kinzinger, you know, uh, Liz Cheney, anybody else you want to name? I like to pick on them because they're the worst of all, the Benedict Arnold turncoats. I expect it from the left. And allegedly, these are right-wingers. They're not, but 
But they're, they're, these are conflicts that they themselves will never fight in. So they're perfectly fine with your kids dying for them. They don't. Th- I mean, do you think Joe Biden ever? When he remember when he was looking at his watch as the bodies were being flown in from from Bagram Air Force Base. Remember that the bodies are being flown in the United States, and Joe Biden is of the thirteen American soldiers that he caused, men and women that he caused to be butchered at the Abbey Gate at Harmit Karzide Airport in Afghanistan when he knew twelve hours in advance. Lloyd Austin knew 12 hours in advance. Mark Milley knew 12 hours in advance. Sitcom commander McKenzie knew 12 hours in advance that a Unabomber was coming, didn't do a daggum thing, and caused all of our 13 of our soldiers to be blown to pieces. And then those pieces are being flown home with their moms and dads at the airport and, and looking at their own kids being unloaded from planes. And Joe Biden is checking his watch. That's the globalist elitists who say they have great compassion for humanity. Great compassion for humanity, really. Their lockdowns kill 300 million people around the globe. During those lockdowns, 100 million babies are aborted. They created the virus that allegedly killed 5 million people. Their vaccines are responsible for the millions of deaths because they are of their father, the devil, and they want to carry out their father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning. Follow the, follow the bodies, follow the lies. You'll find the Democratic Party, and you'll find the devil, and you'll find Klaus Schwab, and you'll find the devil. All right, put it back up for me. There you go. Thank you, guys. Democrats defeat, just so you know where they were standing. Look at the date on there. Does everybody see the date? January 13th, 2022. But now they're all lock, stock, and barrel against Russia. But just, just last month, barely a month ago, Democrats defeat GOP sanctions on Russian pipeline. So the GOP is trying to put in sanctions against Russia because of the Nord Stream pipeline and the Democrats because Joe, you know, Donald Trump blocked the Nord Stream block pipeline, didn't allow it to happen. Joe Biden comes in to office, shuts down the American-Canadian pipeline, the Keystone XL pipeline, shuts that down and opens up the Russian one. Have you noticed that everything that's happening is benefiting China? Everything that's happening is causing the Russians to run to China just like Joe Biden and Klaus Schwab want. Joe Biden bought off by China $1.5 billion check written to Hunter in 2014. Let's go to the next one. George Conway tweet, one of the uh, leading members, and I believe one of the people that started the Lincoln Project. There he is, George Conway, married to Kellyanne Conway. I don't know how that works. Zelensky puts to shame puts to shame the American politicians who cowered for years in fear of being called silly names and incoherent subliterate tweets. You know, there that's that is who George Conway is. George Conway is simply a bootlicker for the Democratic Party. He is a toolboy prostitute for the Democratic Party. He goes out and says everything the Democratic Party wants him to say as a Republican because you need to understand something. Swamp, swamp rat Republicans like Lindsey Graham, like Mitch McConnell, like Mitt Romney, they are not Republicans at all. That's why you need to just go ahead and take the chance and allegedly try and, and, and try to elect an allegedly unelectable Republican who faces off against Mr. McConnell at the risk of losing to the Democrat in the general. You just need to go ahead and do it because they're Democrats anyway. What it is in the swamp is they all, it's a symbiotic relationship between the left and the right. Nobody operates by, via conviction, including the right-wingers. 
They just have a symbiotic relationship of, you know what, let's maintenance the swamp so we can personally have power and we can personally enrich ourselves and we can personally be a, an aristocracy, a, a hierarchical aristocracy above the American people. And they work on it together. You act conservative today and then we'll act leftist today. And then, then tomorrow, you know what, we'll give you this little thing as a right winger and then we'll take it back. And then the next day, you give us something for the left and then you take it back and it just stays in swamp fashion for decades. And that's why we're $30 trillion in debt. And you hear the same rhetoric coming from Mitch McConnell that you hear coming from Chuck Schumer. One just says it from a leftist perspective. The other one camouflages it with a right wing perspective. But in all, really, they're in cahoots together for themselves. Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell work together. They're buddies. Somebody actually, a friend of mine, I can't remember who it was. It may, it may have been you, Aaron. I don't remember. It, may, it was a friend of mine in, D, in D.C. I can't remember. But they said that they were on the Senate floor. It was Aaron. It's my producer, Aaron. He was on the Senate floor, and he was absolutely shocked to see that these all these people, they're, they're best buddies. They're all best buddies. You know, let's go out to lunch. Let's go out for drinks. Whatever it is. They're best buddies. They're just playing roles in public. Rodney Howard Brown says it all the time. The Democrats and the Republicans are simply two heads of the same snake. That is the way it is. I'm not talking about genuine constitutional conservatives like Jim Jordan, like Devin Nunez, who now runs Truth Social, like Ron Johnson, sometimes Ted Cruz. But really, they're just a bunch of best friends who just play roles to enrich and empower themselves personally. Understand that is exactly what they do. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, Rachel Vinman tweet. Now, here is the wife of Alexander Vinman, and she's all in, of course, lock, stock, and barrel. Should you be lock, stock, and barrel to defending the non-democracy of Ukraine in the name of democracy? So you're going and you're defending a country in the name of democracy, when that country is not a democracy, it's a totalitarian regime. It's a dictatorship under Zelensky. But if, if Rachel Vinman, wife of Alexander Vinman, is on board with doing that, should you be? It's an easy decision. You're like, well, Tom, how should I stand? You know how you stand? You just say, you know what? It's not my fight. I'm here for the civilians. We'll send food. I'll tell you right now, if I get a legitimate need, Maybe if Rodney Howard Brown tells me or Jonathan Shuttlesworth tells me that there's a legitimate need on the ground for civilians to be fed, for civilians to have medicine, for civilians to have medical care, I will gladly send the Ukraine thousands upon thousands of dollars from my ministry. Gladly will do it. Unlike Alexander Vinland, who will do nothing except stand in front of the Russian embassy with his, with his, with his three-piece suit on for a photo op. We'll actually put our money where our mouth is. If, if it's legit, that's where I stand. I'm standing for the people who are innocent, not the World Economic Forum actor Vladimir Putin, not the World Economic Forum actor Zelensky. I'm not going to do it. All right, let's go to the next one. Drew tweet, like, are you people conscious of the fact that you are being reprogrammed every six months? Is exactly right. It's a perfect pictorial. Biden-Harris and then the COVID thing. And now the mark of the orthodoxy is the Ukraine flag. Let's go to the next one. Michael P. Sanger tweet. No one tell the COVID cult. This is very interesting. But over two thirds of Ukrainians are unvaccinated. Oh, wow. Are they racist and misogynist? Remember, they're all on board with the Ukrainians now. 
But the Ukrainians were not much of a vaccination country, but that no longer matters because like the DNC memo says from their polling company, we have to move on from COVID. Keep your mouth shut. So was it ever about your health? If they can move on from it in a 36-hour period, was it ever about your health? The, the answer is absolutely not. Misogynists bringing on a winter of severe illness and death. As we're right in the middle of the winter now, and basically nobody in Ukraine is vaccinated, who are not citizens and not part of society, should be excluded from all public health. So they all love the Ukrainians now who are predominantly unvaccinated because now they've moved on to their next propaganda showpiece. And that is the conflict in the Ukraine. Let's go to the next one, Ron DeSantis tweet. Last week, you're like, How, what does this have to do with Ukraine? I'll tell you. Last week, the Biden administration requested the assistance of state national guards to deploy to Washington, D.C. I have rejected this request. There will be no Florida guards sent to D.C. for Biden's State of the Union. You know what? When on earth, again, 53 years here on planet Earth for, for me, born in 1968, I've never seen the National Guard deployed to D.C. ever in my life until the alleged white supremacist terrorist threat that there never was, where we had 30,000 of our troops with machine guns everywhere in D.C. protecting Nancy Pelosi while she defunds your police. But I've never seen any of that, any of that deployed before. Now, simply for a State of the Union address, you have to deploy the National Guard. And these people are defenders of democracy? Don't think so. Let's go to the next one. John Cordillo tweet. Why does Putin think he can get away with all of us? Let's break it down. Pick one, Aaron. Or Heather. There you go. Pick two. Pick three. Pick four. There you go. All of them. Every last one of them. Biden administration employees, Biden administration members right there. And that is why Vladimir Putin feels like he can march all over the globe and do whatever he wants, because all that all that that Joe Biden has done over his first year as president is projected galactic weakness. And you think that it's just the you think it's just the Democrats? Absolutely not. Play it for me. I know for a fact that he's poisoned his own people. He doesn't believe in the worth of each individual. We must do everything we possibly can to stop the terror. Now watch this drive. Same propaganda every time from the establishment, Republican and Democrat swamp in Washington, D.C. When they need a war, they make a war happen. And it's not just them. Here's Condoleezza Rice. Play it for me. I think the world is there. Uh, certainly NATO is there. He's, he's managed to unite NATO in ways that I didn't think I would ever see again after the end of the Cold War. Really? Yeah. Condoleezza Rice claims that Joe Biden has united NATO because Condoleezza Rice is a swamp rat. She has to support 
Joe Biden, because you know what? She has, she has to be allowed to, you know, membership in Augusta and all those different, you know, they, they've got to be consolidating power with one another. There's no difference between Condoleezza Rice and Joe Biden. Condoleezza Rice will simply say she's pro-life and never has done a daggum thing about it. Either, either did, either did George W. Bush, not a daggum thing about it. But Donald Trump comes in and cuts $600 million from Planned Parenthood's budget. See, he's an outsider. The swampists have to support one another because it's the framework of their own personal power. They have to constantly massage it and fertilize it and make sure Condoleezza's got to make sure she props up Joe Biden right now because if Joe Biden goes down, she actually goes down because people like you and me will come in there. People like you and me will be elected into office. They can't have that. They're globalist, elitist, world economic, bourgeois snobs. That's who these people are. Condoleezza Rice being one of them. George Bush being another one. There is no difference between George Bush and Joe Biden. The only president that's been different is Donald Trump. He wasn't perfect. I'm just saying he was way different. You know, here, who else supports? Now, remember, I just want to show you who else supports getting lock, stock, and barrel involved in Ukraine and 1,000% on their side. Who else believes that? Play it for me. Hi, Tammy. Thanks for asking. So polygender literally just means multiple genders or many genders. We live in a world where mainstream society has decided and agreed that there are two genders. We call them male and female and or masculine and feminine, and they correspond with genitalia. Um, but there are those of us who, regardless of what's going on with our bodies, identify with characteristics from either end of that spectrum or places in between that spectrum or even entirely outside of that spectrum. So my gender is this, what you see right now before you, and my gender is this. First thing when I wake up in the morning, my gender usually looks something like this. But by the time I finish getting ready, my gender might fall somewhere in this vicinity. For me, it's more about listening to how my body and my consciousness want to present in the world rather than letting the world tell me how to present based on what's going on in my pants. If the transgender left wants America lock, stock and barrel into the Ukraine, should you want America lock, stock and barrel? Should your party want America lock, stock and barrel? The transgender Democratic Party left wants boots on the ground in Ukraine, Ukraine, American boots wants allegedly i guess wants world war three wants a no adam kinzinger's no fly zone where you have american jets shooting down russian jets those are the people right there should you ever believe one word the same people that look like that act like that that man who wants to be in a woman's restroom who wants to slaughter the unborn wants your american soldiers your american marines your american infantry on the ground in ukraine fighting ukraine's battle which by the way ukraine has 48 8 million people. They're the second largest country in what would be considered Europe behind Germany only. Why do Americans need to be there? Why weren't they building up their military? Why ask you this? Ask yourself this question. We in America had seen the satellite footage, so obviously they had, because the satellite footage wasn't being hidden. It's being put out for everybody. For some reason, being put out everywhere of Russian Russians massing their troops on the Ukraine border, 120,000 of them. And why is it that Zelensky did nothing? I mean, have you ever asked yourself that? I mean, they have an army. They have tanks. They have machine guns. Why does Zelensky do nothing for the months leading up to absolutely nothing? No, no troops massed on the Ukrainian border from the Ukraines. It's strange, isn't it? 
strange. And then now there's suddenly these victims of Russia. They didn't do a daggum thing. Again, does that make me approve of Russia? Absolutely not. But does that make me want to just buy in 100% to Zelensky's narrative of basically telling everybody now you'd better get involved in this and you better start World War III? I don't think so. All right, Eric Fingolding video, the BA2 situation in Hong Kong. I want you to notice now, I may not play this whole video, I don't know. But I want you to notice, this is exactly the same narrative that was, this is, this is recent, by the way. This is from this week or late last week. And here's the narrative being pushed again by the Chinese in Hong Kong. And notice that it's basically the same narrative that's being pushed about Ukraine. Play it for me. Gohilang 現在現在是處於一個上升軌道現在疫情增長的情況是令人擔憂的現在可能兩三日的時間數字已經是倍增了所以我們預計在臨近的日子倍數字依然會是高企甚至會再進一步上升三座經過改裝未入夥的公共屋村樓宇和兩個大型的過渡性房屋項目租用商業酒店和在八個地點以及羅馬州河套區建設的社區隔離及治療設施會陸續投入服務估計總數可以超過七萬個單位或者是床位
There you can bring it back to me. There we go. So there it is. Now that's the same script. Now why Hong Kong is Kong is now under Chinese rule. Why can they still get away with that? See, we can't get away with that here because all of our data is coming out. The Democratic Party can't get away with their COVID totalitarian schemes any longer. They can't get away with it because all the information is coming out because Pfizer lost their lawsuits. They're releasing, I believe it was, a couple of tens of thousands of pages today that nobody's had time to go through yet, except for a very long list of ailments that it caused that we've never seen before. I believe it was five pages. I can't remember how many it was because it's too much to look at. Five pages worth of ailments that they caused five pages running left to right, full of ailments, not just one row of ailments. And that, that came out today from Pfizer that nobody, nobody's ever heard before, never told to us by Francis Collins, never said anything by Anthony Fauci. Nothing was ever said by Rochelle Walensky came out today. But you see, China can still get away with the narrative. So they are. That's from February 28th. That, that you know, what's today? March 1st, right? So this was what, two days ago yesterday? This just came out. China's still doing it because they can if the globalist left could still use COVID, they would be. Look at all. Look what China was doing. Lockdown and post. You hear what they said? They're questioning because of all the cases. They're questioning their mitigations. They're pre- questioning their approach to COVID. And then what do they do? The exact same approach. They locked down again. They named the, they named thirty four thousand cases in a certain amount of days. Two hundred thousand cases total. Two hundred thousand cases. Eight hundred fifty one deaths. Very low case rate. Of course, again, a point one post infection death rate. That's what it always is. Every single time. Same as the flu. Every time. That's what it is in America. Also, they're building refrigerator units. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? They're overwhelmed. Bodies in the streets. Corpses of COVID patients in the streets. Mortuaries are full. It's the exact same propagandist gaslighting narrative that was put, pimped and hoard in the United States by the NIH, by Anthony Fauci, by the Republicans, by the Democrats, even pushed by Donald Trump and definitely pushed by Joe Biden. It's all lies. And now look what they're doing. Look at, look at what we have over here. Oh, wow. What, you know, it's very similar. I mean, it's very strange. How, how history repeats itself. Totalitarian regime building camps to isolate people. Oh, it's because it's a deadly virus. It's not a deadly virus. It's 99.9% survival, same as the flu. For, for people 0 to 19 who they're forcing masks on to even go to college, forcing to be vaccinated, to even go to a Zoom class in college, tell me, how, tell me the science behind that. Well, you're not even in person. But yet, to even take a Zoom class at many colleges in America, you have to be double vaxxed as a 19-year-old. 19-year-old whose post-infection survival rate is 99.997% is 7 to 20 times more likely to die of the flu, and you never made him vaxxed to go to a Zoom class or an in-person class before. But yet, here we go once again. For whatever reasons they want to say, they're building concentration camps. Just like Jacinda Ardern built, just like Scott Morris built, just like Justin Trudeau built. But you see Justin Trudeau and Scott Morris and Jacinda Ardern, although Justin Trudeau definitely can't get away with it anymore. Scott Morrison, because they're isolated, a big giant island out in the middle of nowhere with 60 million people. Nobody really knows what he's doing. Jacinda Ardern, they still got their COVID camps up, but not for much longer, probably. Because the COVID narrative in the left, I mean, the COVID narrative in the West is falling apart, but it hasn't fallen apart in the East. That way, China can still use the same old tripe over and over and over again, which leads to that. Every time, every time, don't doubt me. All right, here we go. Where are we at? Charles Sperling? All right, here we go. Oh, it's fun time. No, this is fun. 
This is my favorite part of the show. Favorite part is whenever we delve in to the, the stupidest person, and that includes Dan Quayle, the stupidest person that has ever occupied the office of the vice presidency in the history of America, the most unqualified, the most out of her element, the, the person who, I mean, I don't know what exactly her IQ is. I have absolutely no idea. It, it manifests being very, very low, but allegedly it's very, very high. But here's Kamala Harris. Once again, let's look at how she's handling this global job that she has, this vice presidency of the United States. And so now with a Ukrainian-Russian conflict, how's she handling it? Play it for me. Because as we all know, elections matter. And when folks vote, they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they asked for. <laughs> I went off script a little bit. <laughs> There she is. As Steve Bannon says all the time, I listen to a lot of Steve Bannon. You should too. As Steve Bannon says, elections have consequences. Fraudulent elections have dire consequences. Breaking 9-11 video. You got to listen to this. Now, this is just audio. It's short. It's just audio. Listen to Kamala break down. I mean, this is, this is just in-depth. An in-depth breakdown of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Play for me. If you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So Basically, that's wrong. Whew. I, I honestly, I am dumbfounded how anybody on earth can feel good about themselves for pulling the lever for the Biden-Harris ticket. And seeming, seemingly, Joe Biden's condition is not super great, that she is mere seconds away from the presidency. This is a stupid human being. You call me racist, misogynist, whatever you want to call me. You, 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 you can call me what, whatever names that you want. Uh, you know, that I'm a, uh, a male chauvinist, whatever it is you want to call me. I don't care whether you're male or female. This is a stupid human being. A completely and totally out of her element. Now, I know I've showed you these a couple times. They're very quick, but I cannot help it. Let's just run them in succession. Hit it, Heather. We must together work together to see where we are where we are headed, where we are going, and our vision for where we should be, but also see it as a moment, yes, to together address the challenges and to work on the opportunities. What point does the administration say, you know what, the strategy isn't working, we're gonna change strategies. Six former administration officials last week wrote that open letter urging the administration to change course, to change strategy. Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. Yesterday, the world heard clearly the full extent of Vladimir Putin's twisted rewrite of history, going back more than a century as he waxed eloquently. 
noting that, well, I'm not going to go into it, but nothing in Putin's lengthy remarks indicate any interest in pursuing real dialogue. Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that uh, uh, the answer is, I believe he has in the past essentially acknowledged that he was uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. Don't you feel great about America's stature in the world right now with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in charge? This is why, you know, here goes Tom again. I'm telling you, this is why you never strap on a mask. This is why you never lock down at the command of government. That's why you never do that, because it caused us to have a fraudulent election where Joe Biden was elected when everybody strapped on a mask and gave credibility to the narrative that COVID-19 is an existential threat to life. So nobody can go and vote in person. It opened the doors to a fraudulent election. And that's why you have the moron in chief with his sidekick in office right now. Let's go to cat her tweet. I bet Ukrainians could really use the 86 member. How useless Joe Biden is $86 billion of weapons. Joe Biden left for the Taliban, making them the 26th largest army on the planet. And again, who does this all benefit? China once again. $86 billion worth of high dollar, high technologically advanced military equipment given to the Taliban. And, and right now, we're still buying Russian oil to the tune of hundreds of thousands of gallons per day. Barrels per day. I don't know if it's gallons or barrels. But barrels per day, Aaron fixed it. Hundreds of thousands of, of barrels per day we're, we're, we're buying from Russia. When, before Biden came into office, we were basically buying only 3%. Look at this. We were buying 3% of our oil from Russia. Now, you know what our percentage is now? 28%. 28% of our oil now comes from Russia. I wonder if the oil prices are going to go up a smidge. Yeah, I think they will. That's why you don't have fraudulent elections. That's why you don't. That's why you don't strap masks on and close your churches and li- and be a community partner and a good neighbor with globalist elitists that baby butcher. That's why you don't partner with people like this. You end up with people like that in office. All right, Daniel Horowitz tweet. It was probably it was probably a bad idea. I love this synopsis for the U.S. military to spend the last year poisoning all of our troops, which is absolute fact. Follow the Thomas Rents lawsuit. Go and pull as many videos of you as you can from the Ron Johnson hearing on the Senate floor or in the Senate subcommittee of what's happening in our military right now. Three hundred percent increase in heart attacks, a thousand percent increase in neurological disorders, two to three hundred percent increase in miscarriages, cancer testicular cancer, neoplasms, uh, HIV, 269% increase, all from where? The averages from 2019, 2016 to 20, those averages compared to 2021, that's how much they're up in one year. And what, of course, is the common denominator? Once again, Joe Biden and even Donald Trump's illustrious vaccine. Wait, and you, wait till you see the Holocaust. 
that will be unleashed on this planet when all of the vaccine adverse effects are manifested and come to the light, which I pray that they will. Holy Spirit, I pray this to you right now, that you bring them all to the light in Jesus' name and bring all of these to justice in Jesus' name that are currently hiding these facts. Bring them to the light and bring those that are hiding the facts to the light in Jesus' mighty name. Bring them to justice in Jesus' mighty name. It was probably a bad idea for the U.S. military to spend the last year poisoning all of our troops and kicking out all the critical thinkers. Yet even for Ukraine's sake, the only thing that matters, Republicans won't fight on the budget to terminate the mandate. Yeah, where are they? Where exactly are the Republicans trying to terminate the mandate for our soldiers? They know the Thomas Rents lawsuit. They watched the Ron, John Ron Johnson hearing. They know the statistics coming out of the DOD which are indisputable statistics because the military has perfect statistics on the adverse effects of this vaccine. They know the difference between 2016 to 2020 and 2021, and the Republicans are doing nothing because they are one of the heads of the two-headed snake that are Democrats and Republicans. They are simply, as, as I said earlier, what Rodney Howard Brown says all the time. Republicans and Democrats are just two heads of the same snake. The Republicans are doing nothing. Speaking of doing nothing, look at this, lifenews.com. Breaking Apple stores, all uh, Apple stops, all product sales in Russia. Okay, well, great, great for Apple. Oh, well, not so much, but happily sponsored the genocide games in Russia. I mean, in China. So while they, while they cut off all their Apple sales to Russia and how many people have they, has Russia killed in comparison to how many people has Xi Jinping killed? How many people has the CCP killed? The place where Apple feels perfectly fine with selling all their goods while the Uyghur Muslims currently right at this very moment are being loaded up on trains and being, being transported out to concentration camps where the women are raped. They're having experiments done on them having their organs removed while they're still alive and being murdered. Apple has no problem with that because the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money, and you could work right into that, the love of power, but the love of money is the root of all evil. It's simple as that. Powers, I just threw that in there. You can disregard that, but the love of money is the root of all evil. That's why the NBA is, oh, they're really on Ukraine's side, but the NBA has absolutely no problem playing in, in China and selling all their goods in China. I have absolutely pro no problem doing that whatsoever because all the money that comes from China. So you have Apple. You, you know how many, you know how many, how many murders the CCP? How, how many people the CCP has murdered? How many, how many murders can be credited to the CCP when you count abortions? Half, get this now, half a billion people, half a billion, 500 plus million people have been butchered by the CCP. And Apple's selling their products there. Let's compare that to Vladimir Putin. Nobody says Vladimir Putin's good, but if you're going to cut off all your sales to China, I mean, if you're going to cut off all your sales to Vladimir Putin, shouldn't you also cut off all your sales to Xi Jinping in China? Shouldn't you? I mean, a tad hypocritical. Oh, you know what? That's right. You know what? We have too much. We have all of our factories there that make all of our parts. And you know, I wonder if Apple, if the PLA, the People's Liberation Army under the CCP in China, if they take Taiwan and all of those microchips that go into Apple computers and phones get taken over by the CCP, I wonder 
if Apple will take action against the CCP at that pl- at that point and stop selling to the one billion citizens of China. I wonder if that will happen. I, I think not because their virtue is politically expedient. Once of, uh, uh, again, and of course, the love of money is the root of all evil. All right, David Matasco tweet. Seriously, is is fact checking dead? <laughs> Here's PolitiFact. And whenever you get into a debate with a leftist, they'll always say to you, the fact checkers say, as if that adds validity and credibility to their argument. Here's PolitiFact, which, by the way, under threat of perjury, Mark Zuckerberg had to had to admit that the fact checkers for Facebook are all politically ha- all political hacks are all politically expedient and that they're actually not said this under oath they're actually not fact checker fact checkers they're actually opinion speakers that's what he had to say under oath because he doesn't want to be charged with a crime he'll he'll lie all day long but when they put him under oath just like you do just like they did with planned parenthood when they put them all under oath and said you know what under penalty of perjury we're asking you are you harvesting baby organs from live babies? Now, they don't want to go to jail, so then they answer. And that's what needs to happen with Fauci. That's what needs to happen with Collins. That's what needs to happen with Biden. That's what needs to happen with Harris. That's what needs to happen with Rochelle Walensky and everybody else who is, who is responsible for the Holocaust that we are just seeing beginning to unfold right now. Because when the vaccine statistics are released, when it does come to the light, it will dwarf anything that's ever happened on planet Earth, including World War II. All right, the U.S. did not double PolitiFact. Here's their statement. The U.S. did, this is, they were going off a statement by Maria, uh, I forgot how to pronounce her name, DeBartolo, 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 whatever it is, on Fox. She makes, said, said the statement that, um, that Russia, that America had doubled its Russian oil imports. And PolitiFact checks it. The U.S. did not double oil impact, imports from Russia in the last year. Here it is. Here's their synopsis on the bottom. The most recent data from the U.S. Energy Inf- uh, Information Administration shows that the U.S. increased its oil imports from Russia by about 28% in the first 11 months of 2021. Look at Now remember, top part, the U.S. did not doil, uh, double oil imports. Bottom part, the U.S. did double the amount of crude oil imported from Russia last year. But Russia accounts for only 3% of the overall U.S. crude oil imports in 2021. There you go. There it is. You cannot trust anything. And and remember, PolitiFact, all the people that work in PolitiFact want the U.S. to have a no-fly zone over Ukraine and to go lock, stock, and barrel behind Zelensky in the Ukraine. The same exact people that lie like that want your sons and daughters to go and fight in the Ukraine. Remember that. All right, here we go. The next one, Babylon B. Putin receives Nobel, Nobel Prize in medicine for ending COVID pandemic. Nobody's talking about it. I mean, if this is an existential threat to life, there certainly would be a lot more people dying of COVID than are dying in the Ukraine. And all the focus would still be on COVID, right? But as soon as Vladimir Putin crossed into Ukrainian territory, COVID ended and all the people that are trying to save your life like Justin Trudeau don't talk about it anymore but it was all about your health from day one right Daniel Horowitz tweet just wanted to throw this in there because I wanted you to know Republicans and Democrats are just two heads on the same snake Republicans in, in South Carolina have killed any effort Republicans I repeat 
Republicans in South Carolina have killed any effort to end men and female sports in the House Judiciary Committee twice. Now it's in the Education Committee. So Republicans do not have the courage to act because they'll be called transphobic. There's her name right there. Is they got her name on there? Maria Bartolomo, Bartolomo, something like that. Uh, I'm looking at the next slide. Sorry, everybody. But anyway, so you have Republicans who are refusing to do what's right again. Why? Because somebody will call them something phobic. Who cares? Embrace it. They'll call you a racist. Who cares? Always remember they are calling you that which they are. When they call you a murderer, it's because they're a murderer. When they call you an insurrectionist, it's because the only people that committed an insurrection was Hillary Clinton hiring Perkins Coie, who hired Fusion GPS, who hired hired Christopher Steele, which caused the Mueller investigation, which caused the FBI corruption. That's the only insurrection that ever occurred. But they call you an insurrectionist, right? Because you want to know, you want for all you want is some forensic audits in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Arizona, Nevada, you want forensic audits? All we want, Republicans and Democrats can be there, but you're a threat to democracy. You're an insurrectionist. All the while, Stacey Abrams still believes she's the governor of Georgia. She still hasn't conceded that election to Brian Kemp, but that's allowed because she's a Democrat. All right, let's go to the next one. What time is it? No, a couple minutes. Okay, here we go. Let's go into vaccines for a couple minutes. Jordan Shock. Oh, Aaron, can you load up that Jordan Shock tell tweet? You got that available anywhere? I'm going to load up this one. We had, we had a little bit of trouble getting it earlier, but Aaron's going to load it up for me. This is Jordan Shock tweet about the, what's happened with Moderna. I'll show you the video. You know, yeah, there you go. Perfect. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, throw that up there. There it is. Another reminder, given Moderna COVID patient news, Moderna CEO Stefan Banzel was previously, so the man I'm about to show you this video, remember, this man was previously CEO of Biomerics. Biomerics founder Alan Merricks is a personal friend of Xi Jinping. They all know each other and helped build the P4 lab in Wuhan. Aaron, keep that available for me so I can use those that information in just a second. All right, play the uh, Zach uh, Borges video for me. Now scientists find the virus contains a tiny chunk of DNA that matches sequence patented by Moderna three years before the pandemic began. Your reaction, Stefan? What can you tell us? So- my scientists are looking into those data to see how uh, accurate they are or not. As I've said before, the hypothesis of an escape from a lab by an accident is possible. You know, human makes mistakes. So uh, is it possible that the uh, Wuhan lab in China was working on uh, viruses uh, enhancement or gene modification? And then there was an accident where somebody was infected in the lab and then infected their families and friends. It is possible. On the claim you just uh, mentioned, uh, the scientists are analyzing to know if it's uh, real or not. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I was struck by the line. It matched a genetic sequence patented by Moderna for cancer research purposes, Stefan. Yeah, and that's the type of things that the team is looking at very carefully to know is it is it real or not. Okay. So it, it takes a bit of time to analyze yeah. all the genetic sequences. The team is looking at it. They found Moderna patented genetic material in the alpha variant of COVID-19. The original variant of COVID-19 had patented Moderna Moderna genetic material on the inside of it. Does everybody get that? 
The original version of COVID-19, a manufactured virus, manufactured in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, funded by Anthony Fauci, funded by the NIH, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, funded by the CCP. Joint ownership of the Moderna vaccination is the freaking NIH and Moderna's genetic material patented genetic material was found in the manufactured COVID-19. But don't worry, Stefan Bansell, CEO of Moderna, is looking into it. And remember, I'm reading the material because Aaron left it up for me on my left. Reminder, given Moderna, Moderna, COVID patent news, Moderna CEO Stefan Bansell was previously COO, CEO of Biomerics. Biomerics founder Alan Merricks is a personal friend of Xi Jinping and helped build the P4 lab, P4 bioweapons lab in Wuhan. So Steve, leave it up for me, Aaron. So Stephen Bansell was personal friends with a man who helped build the bioweapons lab, the P4 bioweapons lab in Wuhan, where COVID-19 was manufactured by human beings and Moderna, their material, their patented material was found in the virus. And Anthony Fauci up to just, Anthony Fauci's disappeared for some reason. Anthony Fauci up till a couple weeks ago is still saying, that this is, this is a naturally occurring virus. Uh, don't think so. All of these people need to be held, need to be held accountable at Nuremberg style tribunals. Let's go to the next one. Freedom, uh, frontline freedom video, eminent doctor who used to be eminent. Everybody used to look up to Ryan Cole. He was an esteemed professional pathologist board certified from the Mayo Clinic. Everybody respected him. But because he didn't buy, in the, buy into the COVID Joe Biden orthodoxy, now he's a fringe doctor who believes things that, you know, that are, you know, conspiratorial, whatever, whatever label they want to put on him. Everything Ryan Cole has said, Dr. Ryan Cole has said from day one is now manifesting itself to be absolutely true. Watch this video. Play it for me. And this is basic immunology. If you get a shot in your arm, you don't have a tendency to, you, everybody hears about antibodies, but there's a special kind in your tears, your nose, your mouth, called secretory IgA. It's little mops in your tears. If you've had a natural infection, you have high levels of secretory IgA, these little mops in your mucosal membranes, and that mops up virus quickly. The virus, from, or, I'm sorry, the, the response from the vaccine, you don't get this physiologically. So we are seeing actually the vaccinated carry a high volume of virus because they don't have this secretory IgA. So this false construct from our federal agencies that this is a pandemic and the unvaccinated are spreading is a pathophysiologic lie. The vaccinated are carrying high volumes in their nose, their tears, their mouth of virus because the vaccine does not neutralize in that location of the body where the virus comes in. So this is very important. This is why mandates are absolutely now moot, irrelevant and out the window and need to go away worldwide like most of the world has done already. This is the funny uncle. This is not SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19. This is COVID-22, meh. You know? So, so it- 
And I've been saying this a couple of things for months now. And so have all the, you know, the people who actually know what they're talking about, like doctors and esteemed, you know, immunologists and vaccinologists that are on the correct side of COVID-19, which is all the facts, the non-narrative driven side, the not the narrative is all put into place to get to the vaccine mandate, to get to the vaccine passport. He causes all both small and great, rich and poor to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation 13, 16, and 17. That's the point of this from day one. That's even the point of Ukraine, by the way, as you have World Economic Forum actor versus World Economic Forum actor Zelensky versus Putin. It's all to get to that place. But back to Dr. Ryan Cole talking about secretory IGA. The vaccines do nothing. With people's viral loads, which, by the way, I put out a year ago, probably from a source like Dr. Ryan Cole. This has been this is absolute data ignored by Anthony Fauci, ignored by Francis Collins, ignored by Rochelle Walensky as they pimped and hoard vaccines that don't stop transmission or infection. But now it's starting to show that the vaccinated are the ones who are actually getting COVID the most. Why? Because of secretory IGA. They have the highest, I've said this before, 250 times the viral load of the unvaccinated because they carry it in their nasal pharynx, in their ears, nose, throat, and mouth. And what do they do all day? They pick at their masks all day long, right where the COVID is, and spread it to one another and then blame it on you, the unvaccinated. It's absolutely now coming out. The vaccines do nothing but harm. And one other thing that he said there, there is no COVID-19 anymore. There hasn't been COVID-19 since Delta came around. So when you go and get a Moderna shot, a Pfizer shot, a Johnson & Johnson shot, an AstraZeneca shot, you're getting vaccinated against a virus that no longer exists. And you're getting, vac- get, getting vaccinated against a virus that the vaccination never would do anything for anyway. They never stopped transmission. They never stopped hospitalization, never stopped infection, never stopped death. But yet people around the globe are mandated for it. All right, Daniel Horowitz tweet. Even though it's it's now clear in every corner of the world that the injected have a higher case rate. Look at the bottom. Effective tomorrow, fully vaccinated people do not need to wear masks in the White House. What science are they following? If the vaxxed and the unvaxxed transmit the virus and the vaxxed and the unvaxxed can be infected by the virus, what's the point of ever wearing a mask? What's the point? And this is all about math. This is the, the uh, confluence like, you know, of, of masks and, and vaccines. Effective tomorrow, fully vaccinated people don't have to wear a mask, but the, vax- the, the, but the unvaccinated do. Masks, of course, do nothing, but that's beside the point for just a second. If the vaxxed and the unvaxxed both transmit the virus and both can be infected by the virus, what's the point of keeping the unvaccinated out of the room? And what's the point of masking the unvaccinated when both of them transmit the virus? So you have, and according to Dr. Ryan Cole, since there's a much higher viral load, they're unleashing, they're unleashing Omicron in the White House because there's a much higher viral load in the ears, nose, throat, and mouth of the vaccinated. So they are unmasking, the, they are unmasking exactly where the virus is, even though masks don't do anything. I'm just using their own, their own data against them, their own lies against them. What science are they following? Nothing. It's never been about science. It's never been about stopping infection or transmission. It's about, it's not nothing to do with transmission. It has to do with submission. 
It's all about Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Until you acknowledge that out loud that there was never a point to one second of any COVID mitigation. Well, you know, we did it for a couple of weeks just to see how bad it was. Lies. You're already bought in. You know, everybody's kind of, you know, hailing some leadership in Canada. You know, one of them like Alberta. There's a leader there who's standing up and, you know, reviews the Emergency Powers Act from Justin Trudeau and wants to drop all the COVID mandates, but he blew it because he comes out and says, we can reopen safely. You've already bought in. Reopen safely from what? Real, safely from 99.9% survival virus? Reopen safely how? Dropping mitigations that do nothing or mitigations that stop a 99.9% survival virus even though they don't stop it, but using their arguments against them. So you can safely reopen. You can, you can stop the mitigations that potentially stop a virus that's 99.9% survivable. And from zero to 50 is less virulent than the flu. From zero to 50 years of age. You can't buy into one ounce of their narrative because the next thing you know, Joe Biden is your president. Kamala Harris is your vice president. You have vaccine mandates and vaccine passports proliferated all around the globe. Vladimir Putin is invading, invading Ukraine. That's why you never buy into lies. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. You never buy into lunacy. Because if you do, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. If you buy into lies, you will reap the benefits of lies. If you buy into lunacy, if you're one of those parents standing around the pool at the Ivy League swim championships and clapping because Leah Thomas, get ready because Aaron brought this up earlier, so I'll use it, my own term, I believe I've coined the phrase, fully penised. While a fully penised male defeats your daughter in a swim race by 10 seconds where most swim races are decided by tenths of seconds and you stand around, oh look at that that's great while your daughter's life is destroyed because you're afraid of offending lunatics so you buy into lunacy and approve lunacy which is by the way what they'll always make you do it will never be that you're just allowed to tolerate it you must you must approve of it you must have that mask on you must take your vaccine. It's not like live and let live. You want the mask, mask. You want to lock down, lock down. No, no. You will buy into it. You have to agree to the orthodoxy or you will lose your job or you will lose your life. Like many men in the military, sadly, are probably going to lose their lives because of that vaccine. So I'll finish with that. Listen, I love you all. Back here Thursday night, 830 all of you on Rumble, share, share, share. They probably won't let you share on Facebook, but give it a shot. Our audience gets bigger and bigger. Our church is exploding. You want to get you you want to be a part of the of a Southern Outpost of Freedom in Northport, Florida. Be a part in whatever way. I don't care whether it's giving, whether it's praying, whether it's watching. Be a part. Spread the word. Those of you on Rumble, you have the ability to share. Those of you on Facebook, I don't know if you can. We're also, of course, on the website BlackRobeTV.com. Listen, we will always stand. I have never closed. I will never close. I've never masked. I've never social distanced. I've never put out alcohol gel stations. I never fogged my seats between services. Nothing. Nor will I ever in Jesus' mighty name. And of course, never take that freaking death jab. Stand. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Stand in the word of God. 
and never be moved. Love you all. See you here back, right here back uh, on Thursday night, 8.30. Don't miss it. God bless you. Lots of other churches are closing. They're done. And I'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators. You know what? You come in, we're, we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair. Sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever. The thing is, we're never going to close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is, is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand. Period. Always. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. sowing seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Praise you, Lord, for this building in Jesus' mighty name. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightBly.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightBly.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in.